Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And we're back. We missed you. We did miss you. We had a long week off. Yeah, it was feels like it was a really long time. It was yeah, it was a long time in the world of us and in the world of goop. I feel like a lot happened. A lot happened for goop. A lot happened for us. And we I both had like, to go to court for various reasons. Yeah, well, you for virtuous reasons, <laughs> me for naughty reasons. Well, but, not naughty. I had expired registration. And, and I, I had jury duty. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was we had a it was sort of like an episode of Orange is the New Black. Um, kind of, kind of. yeah, but you know, shorter. <laughs> Much shorter. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and yeah, we both took separate trips. Yeah, separate vacations. With our partners. With our SOs. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so let's talk about, let's see, talk about our trips. Yeah. And then we'll start talking about goop. Okay, so how was your trip and did you do anything goopy on your trip? So, okay, so we went up um, through the Pacific Northwest, took a road trip from LA ultimately to Seattle, uh, took a week. We didn't do very many goopy things. Mostly we were seeing family, which was really fun. Mm. Uh, various um, siblings and cousins and nieces and nephews. Uh, I have family in the Bay Area and in Portland, and John has um, a sister and a brand new niece in Seattle. Aww. So it was really fun, uh, but we also like didn't want to spend a lot of money, so we didn't do a lot of goopy things. That's a fair. Um, but we did have one goopy meal. Goopy or, or tri- technically goop? Well, it, it it was sort of a goop by accident. Okay. Um, my, so my cousin um, in Portland is a chef there, and he's actually been featured in goop. Uh, well, that's huge. That is, Yeah. I mean, I've said that before on the you podcast. You are goop then. then by I, yeah, blood. I am, I'm goop by blood. Yeah. But so he and his wife, um, you know, they get to go to lots of good restaurants and they are friends sure. with lots of good chefs and yeah. stuff. So um, his wife recommended to us to go to this place in Pike Place in Seattle, which is okay. the big touristy market. Yeah. 
Uh, there's a ton of restaurants there, but this yeah. is a place called Matt's at the Market. Okay. And we would never have found it if it wasn't for her recommendation because it's sort of like in a separate market across the street, up the stairs without a lot of signage. Gotcha. So we would have gone to whatever the touristy one of is. And even Sarah, John's sister who lives in Seattle, had not heard about this place. But we went there for lunch. Uh, it was fantastic. Wow. Um, like a... I think for dinner, it's more fancy. It's more, you know, it's just like sort of Pacific Northwest seafood. I had like this really good catfish sandwich. Um, they have like oysters. Mm. Um, they have really good, uh, oh, John, who does not like seafood, got this really good lamb burger. Um, and they had like homemade potato chips um, and a really good cocktail program. Um, I had, I think, some sort of Negroni variation, which mm. I like. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was really good. And then afterwards I was like, oh, fuck, like I need to do something that was featured on Goop. And I checked and it was featured on Goop. <gasps> Perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's in the, great. In the Seattle guide. Um, so yeah, Gwyneth the- knows about it. Oh, and last time, my, last time my cousin and his wife were there, they said that they spotted Natalie Portman Oh my god! Her ballerina boyfriend were there. Oh my god, that's even more good than Goop. And I, the Seattle Guide was kind of recent, wasn't it? Yeah, did it fairly recently. They update them fairly recently. Uh, But yeah, the Pacific, like we said, I think we said on the last episode, they don't like Gwyneth and Co. Don't spend much time in the Pacific Northwest. No, I think it's probably the least Goopy region. Yeah, of the United States. For instance, like in Portland. You know, I always, whenever I'm in Portland, I just let my cousin do whatever because he yeah. literally is like the culinary king of Portland I and see. he knows everyone. Oh my. So we got, um, we were just at his house that night and we got uh, wings from and Thai food from Pok Pok, which is like the nice Thai restaurant in Portland. And that's okay. actually featured in Goop too. Oh wow. Okay. So you got a lot yeah. of Goop stuff. But then on the way back, so on the way back, we drove along the coast and we were trying to go pretty fast and I tried to not plan too much on this trip and be like, okay, we'll just stop where we stop. Like we'll drive about eight hours a day. And I figured the Oregon coast, like every town is going to be just like gorgeous and picturesque. Yes. And unfortunately, Oh no, I picked the one town to stay in, which I don't have anything against this place. If you guys are, if any listeners are from Coos Bay, Oregon, no, it's, it seems like it's just a night, like it's a regular town that is not for tourists. It seems like a perfectly lovely town to live. Okay. But there was, it's like a logging community sure, maybe. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so we just got there late and uh, we stayed at like a, a um, inexpensive motel and there was just nothing, like all the restaurants had closed. We had to eat at Taco Bell and stuff. Yeah. Which was fine. Yeah. But um, all kind the other the towns that we didn't stop in looked very We're like beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But, um, oh, but yeah, wow. no, so it wasn't like a super goopy trip, but it was really nice seeing family. And, uh, you know, we got a few little goopy things in there when we a could. A couple of goop things in there. Yeah. And yeah. what about your trip to Nolan? Nolan. Well, I was only in New Orleans for two nights. Yeah. I spent time all over Louisiana. Brian has family there. And other Brian. Other Brian has family there and close friends there. So we were in the country up north. We were in um, Baton Rouge which I searched for goop stuff in Baton Rouge and could find nothing. I, I mean, maybe I didn't look hard enough, but I didn't see, there was definitely no goop guide to Baton Rouge. No. I think because it's so close to New Orleans, all the like, goop stuff is going to just be in New Orleans. I guess. I mean, it's not like that. I mean, it's close, but it's like, you wouldn't like commute there. Oh, from, really? Okay. No, it's like over an hour. Okay, yeah. Um, but 
I was in New Orleans for a couple of nights and I got to check a lot of things off my list. A lot of things that weren't on Goop, but had been on other lists, Bon Appetit, stuff like that, restaurants. Um, and so like Turkey and the Wolf we went to, obviously that's not a Goop place. We went to this N7, which is a, another thing I'd read on about on Bon Appetit. Bacchanal is from, I think has been written about on Bon Appetit. Yeah. Definitely is something I'm obsessed with on Instagram. It's a wine store and wine bar in new orleans um none of those have been featured on goop but really? they were like big deals to me so yeah. i was kind of excited to go to all of those places they're all relatively new i wonder if yeah. Goop hasn't done a new orleans guide in a while maybe because i think that was all open in like 2017 yeah. um but there were a couple of things that i did go to that were goopy brian who was deeply ungoopy <laughs> Um, wanted to go to this place called Stanley Cafe Stanley, which is just like a breakfast place okay. that is kind of more like laid back and local. Very surprised to see it was a goop place. Oh, and wow. so after that, I was like, oh, yeah, we can go. I wasn't going to. I was at first. I was like, whatever, Brian. Brian but then I was picked like, a goop place. Well, it's been there forever. Oh, OK. I mean, it had been there. Yeah. Uh, since he because he used to live there. It's been there for years. Um, so we went there and had breakfast, which was fine. It was just a nice little like. Mm, like I got pancakes with ice cream on top, which were delicious. Um, they have this bananas foster French toast thing. I think they've got great egg dishes. It was just like a nice place to go for breakfast. I didn't drink. I was so hungover that morning. But also one of the nights we stayed at the Goop approved Ace Hotel, mm. which was very nice. They had I almost took a picture of it. it they had one of those avocado color green fridges that is like your favorite color oh, yeah. of the every time I tried to take a picture of it though I was naked <laughs> and so I kept on like seeing my naked reflection and then I'd be like oh shit I got it oh when I put clothes on I'm gonna do it again but then every time I was wearing clothes I didn't remember to do That's it because so I would just be like naked like taking a rosé out of the fridge <laughs> um I was on vacation yep. um so yeah so that was Really, that was fun. Um, there was an issue because like the electricity went out while we were when we first checked in. So we didn't really get to go to the pool, which was a mm. bummer. But I guess they said um, they were like, think of it. Think of at the bar. They told me they were like, think of New Orleans as just like a tropical city, not as like a regular city. Yeah. Like there's going to be shit like that happening here. And I was like, OK, whatever. You just kind of roll with that. I mean, look, I was annoyed, but I was like nice about it. Um and now I'm just like going through the list of the other Goop places. There were, oh, this, I went to a couple of stores that were featured on the shopping list. Like the Faulkner House Books is a used bookstore. It was okay. I was really bummed out because I deeply wanted to go to Exodus Goods, which was um, Solange Knoll's store in the French Quarter, which was closed and isn't there anymore. It's oh, still no. on the Goop list, but it closed. When I looked it up on Goop, it said or on Yelp, it said it was closed. Weird. It was a bummer. There was another place that I wanted to go. The um, Hermes Bar, I guess, is called. It's like the upstairs bar for this like old school New Orleans restaurant called Antoine's. That was closed when I tried to go because it was on a Sunday and I got, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. But another place that I did get to go to, it was our last day. We were on our way out of town. We were like, Brian took me, he was like, oh, let's go shopping on Magazine Street, which is like, there's a ton of goop places featured on mm. Magazine Street. And we were walking around and everything there was 
well, first of all, a lot of stuff there was closed too, but also everything there was like really kind of like these modern boutiques that is similar to stuff I think you would be able to find in, in any big city. Any big city. Yeah. Like it was cool and cute and I liked it, but I was like, I want to go back to the French Quarter and go to the antique stores because the French Quarter has these amazing antique stores with these like super expensive like pieces of furniture yeah. that you just want to look at. And, you know, obviously you're never going to buy it, but it's like a magazine. It's like a, a museum. So whatever, there was this one store that I wanted to go to featured on Goop called Jave uh, Perfumer, Perfu- Perfumer. Mm-hmm. How do you say that? Perfumer. Okay. I don't think you want you to don't be have too any, French. You don't have it. an it's accent a, on it anymore? I mean, you could, yeah, you could say like Perfumer. I don't know, but mm, you sound like yeah. an asshole. Okay, yeah. whatever. Jave Perfumer. And it, they make all of their scents there and they're all unisex. Oh, and it's like this like beautiful old fashioned perfume store. Oh, that and sounds just, really it fun. It was so much fun. And that was our last day. We were driving around looking for a place to park. Brian found a parking spot right outside of the spot. Oh, cool. And we checked the um, signs and we we're like, can we park here? Can we not? And we were like, uh, you know what? Let's not risk it. We couldn't do it. It was like some, it was just like the parking down there is really hard. And I was like, okay, Brian, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going in there and just like wait with the car. He was like, fine. So I went inside and I was just looking around and I found actually there was this perfume that was, I wanted to buy it for Brian. Not really for me. I tried it on myself. It was called Napoleon. (laughs) For the shorter gentleman. For the shorter gentleman. (laughs) Um, But it smelled, I was like, that is like an awesome scent for a guy. It was just like, I, I can't explain it, but it was like my perfect scent for a man because it had... It was earthy and it almost had like, this is weird, but like a softer, not floral, but like almost like a pastry bakery huh. almost under note, not in a Bath and Body Works yeah. way and like a more <laughs> waffle cone, it, like a waffle cone. It wasn't, it didn't have any of that like cologne Axe body yeah, yeah, spray yeah. element to it. It wasn't musky, but it was still masculine. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Cause oh, yeah. I'm not a musky person, but I like a masculine small. I was so close to buying it for Brian. And then I was like. But I can't try it on his skin. It might not smell good on him because oh, yeah. it has to like because she told me she was like these because they're all like essential oil based and they're really concentrated. So they all play differently on different people's skin. Mm-hmm. And because he was in the car and then I was like, he probably wouldn't even buy, wear it anyway. And I was like, oh, how much was it? it? I mean, it was cheap. It was like 30 bucks. Oh, okay. It's not an expensive store. Yeah. What's it called again? The, the, the store. Jave Perfumer. Jave, okay. And it was H-O-V-E. Cool. With like an apostrophe over the E. I don't know, whatever. It was very, um, it was super fun. So I think that those were, and then there are a couple of other stores that I'm sure I went to, but yeah, uh, just the hotel, that store, and the, the restaurants. And Stanley yeah. were the only Goop approved restaurants that I, were the Goop approved places that I made it to in New Orleans. Um, well, it was pretty good. We pretty good. We did a pretty good haul, both of us. Goop I place. would say so. It was a pretty good Goop haul. Uh, yeah. Okay. So while we were not abroad, we were in this country, well, but we were but away, we were away. <laughs> a little publication called the New York Times. Ever heard of it? Was preparing what, I don't know about you. I think this is the greatest it is profile the, on Goop ever. It's like the definitive Gwyneth Paltrow article. Yeah. It like it was, first of all, it was 45 pages long. It was so, so long. long. I had to but read I it in two sittings. Through it. it. Well, it. I couldn't put it down. It's okay. um, if anyone is a fan of like 
Joan Didion slouching towards Bethlehem. It's very Joan Didion. Like they, this woman who I'm going to say her name. Yeah, I looked um, her up. Taffy. Yeah, Taffy Broadiser Ackner. Yeah, and she does for Goop and Gwyneth Paltrow what Joan Didion did for hippies, <laughs> like. Talks and about, John Wayne and John Wayne yeah. Yeah, talks about them in all of their glory yeah. and their faults. Like, yeah, I mean it was beautiful. Everything. What what Gwyneth Paltrow is, it yeah. was all encompassed in this one article, and it's everything that we feel about her and about Goop, and we say to each other and on this podcast right. all the time, but just articulated better, way better, <laughs> way like, better, distilled in this prose that I'm just yeah jealous of this woman's talent. Um, and she, yeah. I guess she's done a bunch of profiles of people but I really do think that this is going to go down as like the definitive Gwyneth Paltrow I mean group. people are going to be yeah. reading this for years for to come I mean the yeah. last paragraph can I read it oh, I was gonna read yeah read it do you want to read it no well re- you read it yeah all right this is the last paragraph yeah. and it was haunting I had yeah. goosebumps we are doomed to aspire for the rest of our lives aspiration is suffering wellness is suffering as soon as you level up you greet how infinite the possibilities are and it all becomes too awful to live without. I told her it was ridiculous. She's talking to her sister. Her sister goes, how was it? And she goes, yeah. she thinks that paragraph. And then she goes, I told her it was ridiculous. That's so funny. I literally was had the exact really? same paragraph that I was going to read. Yeah. So, I mean, you, everyone who's listening to this should obviously read this. There's so much to talk about. We're gonna, I just want to say a, like a couple of my highlights. Okay. And um, one of the, one of my highlights is actually on my list. Okay. My best, but I don't know if it'll be one of your highlights. Yeah. So, uh... My, the the funniest moments I think are so Taffy knows that Gwyneth Paltrow had um, you know said in the past that she smokes one cigarette a week and yeah. so she wanted to basically test to see if Gwyneth would smoke a cigarette with her and Taffy used to smoke but does not smoke anymore but she bought a pack of cigarettes to sort of like share with Gwyneth so she goes and this is when she's at Gwyneth's house um, she offers her a cigarette and Gwyneth is like oh well actually now I only smoke you know maybe a few a year yeah. but I'll smoke one with you so they both, you know, smoke a cigarette. And then like thousands of words later in the article, yeah. it turns out Taffy has now gotten re-addicted to cigarettes yeah, she's after like, smoking that cigarette. She walks through the city smoking and her son goes, you smell like the city. Yeah. And, and just, that's like so relatable of like someone to be like, oh, I'm going to smoke a cigarette with a celebrity. And then of course the celebrity has like no... She will not get addicted to cigarettes and then you are just like, fuck, I'm back in the yeah. throes of addiction. Yeah. Um, and then the uh, the other one moment that I'll always remember is uh, there's a cameo by Gwyneth's two children, yes. Apple and Moses, and they both are sort of like preternaturally pre- sort of precocious and like adult like, not in like a creepy way necessarily, but just like very well behaved and um, in, in contrast to the journalist's own children. They're perfect. They're perfect. Yeah. And then so you sort of meet Moses and you meet Apple, and then she's talking to Gwyneth and like Chris Martin makes an appearance and goes away. And, he just breezes in because yeah. he's just there he's hanging just there, out. Yeah. yeah, and Brad Falchuk, Gwyneth's current fiance, is there. But anyway, so she's talking to Gwyneth, and then out of the corner of her ear, <laughs> Taffy hears the most beautiful version of the Beatles' Blackbird coming, yeah. like strumming from like voice and guitar. And she turns around and... Oh, it's Apple. It's who Apple. just happens to have like the greatest voice of her generation. Yeah. And then Gwyneth is like, she doesn't use a pick. She likes the calluses. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, fuck. She's the voice of a generation. Uh, so yeah, watch out for Apple's music. She's I definitely. I cannot wait. I know. I can't wait it's till her first album. It's going to be so good. Um, yeah. But she just got, she, yeah. Like everything that we try to articulate about Gwyneth Paltrow, like her, you know, her sort of 
myopic flaws and her not seeing the world for how it is but then also like her good intentions to some extent I don't know yeah and like how she's been sort of like cannibalized by America and like by how she sort of represents the best and worst of how people view women's bodies and um, women's success yeah it's just all sort of in it's all in this article Um, better than we could ever say it it's very interesting yeah it's so I just really think it's important to read. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in awe of this woman. Uh, but yeah, go read it. It was great. I really highly recommend it. And then also another bit of Gwyneth mm. news was came out, I think, yesterday or today, where she was accused by Amber Rose, I think, on a podcast of being Becky with the good hair, <gasps> um, which is something that I'm going to be honest, I've thought. I don't um, believe it. It's, it's, I don't believe it either. And Gwyneth Paltrow has said it's ridiculous, but I've, it, look, it's crossed all of our minds, sure. right? I mean, she was there. She's in the mix. Yeah. She's in the mix she's for sure. Got great hair. She's known for it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like she's I don't know definitely how reliable a narrator. Amber Rose is. And then Amber Rose said on Twitter, we were just kidding. And I, I, oh. it was just joking around and kind of guessing who it could be. Okay. And like she, Amber Rose didn't really mean to say it was Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. So we don't know it was Gwyneth Paltrow, but it's out there. It's <laughs> out there. Gwyneth Paltrow denied it. Amber Rose herself said it wasn't true. Obviously Beyonce and Jay aren't talking. Um, I still think it was that Rachel Roy. Rachel Roy. That's yeah. I think sort of the consensus pick. That's what everyone sort of thinks. Um, um, yeah. Who also has beautiful hair. True. Uh, okay. So one more thing before we get into the newsletter. Um, let's just talk a little bit about the Goop podcast that came out with Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Yeah. One thing from this is on my list, but it was at the very beginning and the rest was kind of a blur. Yeah. It's a long, it's like an hour and 15 minutes. Um, a lot of it, I don't know. I, I guess I never really thought about Sarah Jessica Parker that much. I never was like a huge sex in the city fan. Yeah. And this podcast, I really like, like she does, she has this, um, literary imprint where she's publishing this young writer's first novel and yeah. she really seems to like love reading and literature she seems um, to she seems like a really sort of cool smart person uh yeah but, i love sarah jessica parker oh yeah yeah why not and she, oh the other a good thing about it towards the end too um they talk about um cynthia nixon's run for governor and how um yeah people aren't uh, because she's a woman and she comes from a non-political background, people are questioning sort of her motives and her ability. And sort of they, Sarah Jessica Parker articulates why that's really fucked up. Yeah. But Sarah Jessica Parker and Gwyneth Paltrow are also two very rich, famous actresses. And sure. they don't, they're not immune from famous, rich actress talk. Okay. And the funniest part of the, the podcast for me was, listening to that because they both now have stores Gwyneth has the goop lab and Sarah Jessica Parker has like a shoe store she has with Manola Blahnik she has like her own line with Manola Blahnik or something oh interesting and they're talking about how uh you know movie premieres are great but nothing as satisfying as working in a store and ringing someone up and helping them and so then as someone who has and does currently part-time work in a store I'm like Give me a fucking If it's your break. own store and you're like popping by and they can't believe it's you. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, you've never done that no. in your life. Then sure. But, but working in a store sucks a fat one. Yeah. I would no rather one wants to do that. be going to 
movie premieres they're working in a store and, yeah i'd but rather not just be home but yeah so i don't know i wouldn't suggest like going through the whole podcast and listening to it no but, i listened honestly to the first five minutes yeah. and then i don't remember i like it was on when you came in yeah. you heard it playing but i don't remember that conversation i remember i kind of like like dip back in and she's talking about books or something she's like oh this is a great book yeah. i was like okay yeah, I think there's something with Sarah Jessica Parker, how she likes to read or something. Anyway, and then I was just like back into my life. I, I couldn't really focus. Yeah. But there, like I said, there is something on my list from okay. the first, from the beginning of this podcast. Well then, yeah, let's just, uh, let's start with our list because we're already taking up a lot of time. Okay, great. So, what was um, your best? well, my best was actually from the New York Times article. Ooh. And we, I, I knew you weren't going to talk about this because it was just like a very quick moment. But as I was reading this article, I'm going to tell you something. First of all, I was um, having a little bit of sparkling wine. Sure. And I was, the farther into the article I got, the more emotional I got. And about halfway through... They're talking about Gwyneth Paltrow and the writer says, why do people hate Gwyneth Paltrow? And then in Gwyneth Paltrow's quotes, it says, because I have discipline, question mark. And it inspired me in that moment like nothing ever has. I scrolled down and I found a picture of her and I was like, this, I need to put this on a vision board. Like, look, do people hate Gwyneth Paltrow because she has discipline? I wouldn't I don't say that that's one so. of the top reasons. I don't think so, but I do think that there are a lot of people who have had the privileges of Gwyneth Paltrow who have not turned out like Gwyneth Paltrow. That is true. And she does have discipline. And she does reflect, in some ways, she reflects what you what it feels like you could be, but you can't. Yeah. And it's like, it's true. Most of us will never look like Gwyneth Paltrow. We'll never have her money, her privilege, her access. But she also took those things and was great with them Created. in a way that makes people jealous. Yeah. I think like she didn't um, like she does work hard for everything. I think I yeah. don't think it comes. I mean, she does spend a lot of time on her nutrition and her business and working out and like these things that a lot of people don't have the, the discipline to do. I'm sure that that's true. People of her like class for sure. Um, so I was just really moved by that and I thought good for her and I just was inspired by it and I made it my best of the week. That's cool. I mean, and I think that that anecdote from the article sort of encompasses a lot of, uh, this profile of Gwyneth Paltrow that like yeah. she, she is self-aware to a point and, and says a lot of things that are true and that are admirable and there's a lot of things to admire about her and yet there's still this bubble that is encompassing her yeah if someone is like yeah why why do why are people jealous of you why do people hate you and the first thing she thinks of is discipline i'm not saying that that's not true but there's also it's like there's layers that she is getting and then there's other layers that she just will never get she'll never get it and there are things that she does that are infuriating like in general, just giving out bad health advice is so dangerous. She's spread misinformation that's just downright dangerous. They are hiring. It's breaking news. They are hiring a fact checker. They have to hire a fact checker um, now. But she really didn't want to do it. Oh, well, and that was the other funny thing. That, that that turns out that that was the reason why their relationship with Condé Nast dissolved. Didn't work out. Because Condé Nast magazines, you have to have a fact checker to the, publish anything. Well, it was a fact checker. And also in the article, it said because they wanted to do their same bullshit of cross promotion where it's oh, like yeah. the goop brand shit and they write an article about it and then they sell it and they were like that's a 
catalog. We're not going to do that. Yeah, and she Vogue was like, doesn't have a line of Vogue clothes. No, that they sell and, no. Yeah. And they wouldn't. And um, she, that was another thing where Gwyneth was like, well, I don't understand why I can't do this. And they were like, because it's Condé Nast. And so they split. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so there's a lot of bullshit and there's a lot of reasons to feel like to not like Gwyneth Paltrow. But I do think that there are also things, there are also elements of jealousy and desire to own a woman's body that go into the contempt people feel for Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, and to control it. And people just being really irritated at a woman doing whatever the fuck she wants is incredibly irritating, especially if you're right. You know what I mean? It's even more irritating if a woman is doing something that is annoying or like that is obnoxious, you know what I mean? But doesn't stop because you tell her to Mm -hmm. and people won't just turn it off. People will attack it because it just, it's so threatening. Yeah. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the conversations and a lot of the arguments people have. It sort of it reminds me somewhat of of Hillary Clinton. A lot. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously they're very different women who have very different sort of ambitions, and yet, like some yeah. of the 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 strong reactions to them by a lot of people are similar. I think so. And with yeah, with all sort of powerful with women. a lot of powerful <laughs> yeah. women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, I mean, politics. I I just feel like. It's coming for uh, uh, Kamala Harris and Elizabeth Warren and Kristen Gillibrand. It's already come for them. I mean, it's not as bad as it's going to get during the presidential election because I don't know if – I think they all three might run. Yeah, I think all three are definitely running. I mean, I don't know, but it's going to be – it's going to be as big of a nightmare for them as it was for Hillary Clinton because they are going to get completely torn to shreds. That'll be fun. Anyway. Um – God, I'd be so happy with any of those three. Any of them. I would be happy with literally anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Uh, all right. So my best was in on the website. It was sort of a side one. And I think I'm just in a mood right now and why this is my best. This is okay. an article that's called The Woman Leading the Charge to End Plastic Pollution. Oh. And... I missed this one. Yeah. So it it was sort of what, you know, they'll have on the weekend, they'll have like an extra article. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is a visual artist named Diana Cohen, who I guess has been making art for decades with plastic bags. And now she's leading the charge to to get rid of as much plastic as possible with bags and straws. And like, there's a, for some reason, straws now are this flashpoint. Um, Which is kind of irritating because it's good to want to eliminate the amount of plastic that you're using, but straws are a very small percentage. I do use metal straws, yeah, but it's kind of annoying that people are like, if I do this one thing that I'm like being this huge helper when it's like, there's so much more that you can be doing. Driving a car is a million times worse than using a straw. Going on an airplane is 10 trillion times worse than, these are not real numbers, but. (laughs) But but, they might be, we don't know for sure. But but I guess my argument for, for that is any little symbolic thing that you can do, even if it's mostly to make you feel better. <laughs> well, no, but it's if you if you feel better about a little step that you can take, I think people are more likely to continue learning and to continue to do to more keep making, steps, doing things that make them feel better. Yeah, because little things, if you feel like you have some sort of control, regardless of how small that control is, you feel like you can do more. And if things are so overwhelming and you feel like uh, nothing is worth it and that the world is fucked, you're not going to do anything. So but it's like baby stuff. Yeah. So like, with stra- and I, I, I've read, you know, obviously if, if you're disabled and have to use a plastic 
straw by all means you should be using plastic straws uh like you shouldn't shun people if they're using a straw and or a plastic bag or anything but i thought that i don't know this article it is a small step but it's a step that we should all think about and there's um a few little bullet points and again and she goes into like you know how bpa causes small penises and all this shit that we've learned from goop before which i I don't know how much to you know uh, to dive into that but little bullet points that i thought were were really sort of smart and easy to to digest and i mean the first one is very dumb (laughs) it just says think reusable not disposable i guess that's not dumb that's nice uh, cultivate the habit of bringing your own bags and baskets to the market. Some helpful hints. Put them in your car. Put them by the door. Put them by your bike. Put them in places where you're going to remember. That's easy. Yeah. Refuse plastic straws when you're at a restaurant. If you really need or enjoy a straw, invest in a reusable steel or glass straw or carry your own. And then um, and then shift your habit of bringing your own water bottle. And if you don't feel like carrying a bottle, bring a cup. Uh, if you get takeaway coffee every day, just bring a cup and then, you know, she says, make it stylish and cool. Put it on Instagram, uh, make it, um, you know, take photos of your reusable gear. Uh, and then she says, hashtag plastic free July. So, oh boy. Well, so again, well, July's over. No, it's not almost. Well, it's still here. (laughs) And again, like it sounds silly, but I do think like style does mean a lot to people. And if you see people that you admire, like doing this stuff for, especially for younger people, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think it's a bad thing. Like, I think it is a small step and it, it, some of it is silly, but um, I don't know. I, I'm of the mind that like any little thing helps. And if you can do something, oh, totally. little, it's better than doing nothing at all. Oh my God. It's so much better. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like you said, it's like baby steps and it's better than nothing. I mean, if you do one, tiny thing you know maybe that's all you can do that week or that month or something maybe you can't i mean look none of us in la are gonna give up our cars um and you know we probably you know you and i live more modestly than a lot of people um but it's not easy to give up the things that you know you rely you've come to rely on but if that's one thing that you can switch out i mean the bags thing is super easy and it's like kind of you have to do it in la anyway because i don't have them um, the straws thing is like kind of hard to remember, but it's like not such a big deal. Also, Starbucks is coming out with, they're just completely getting rid of those straws. Yeah. I got my first, uh, Starbucks ice drink with like a little sippy cup. Yeah. On it. I That's love that. No. And yeah. I, I, cause they've been doing that for a long time with the nitro. I go to Starbucks a lot They with the nitro coffees. Mm. And so I would always ask for those, even if they didn't have the nitro, I would say like, do you have the other lid? Cause usually they have it, even if they don't have that okay. nitro. So even if they don't have that there, you can probably ask for the sippy cup. Oh, cool. Yeah. I got a matcha latte and they just gave it to me that That's way. Cool. But, th- but so that is like a small thing, but then I'm like, oh, why don't But the whole I... thing is also made out of plastic. Yeah. Why don't I just bring my own cup? Just bring your own and cup. And that might come up later in our podcast. Oh, my, my, my. Um, yeah, you know, I have my own cup and I even have my own Starbucks cup with a mm. reusable straw in it, but I'm always kind of embarrassed to bring it to Starbucks. Cause Why? I feel like, I don't know, like, can you fill this with like this weird drink? People I, do that. I work, I work at a cafe part-time and people do that, uh, all the time yeah. and I'm happy to do that. And, and also like, I always, even how, no matter how big their cup is, I always charge them for a small. Oh really? Cause I'm like, you're bringing your own cup. Okay. That's just me. <laughs> and it's just you. I don't know what Starbucks does, but anyway, yeah. Um, what was your worst? Oh, my worst was an article, a little article called "Goopy Frozen Treats." Oh boy, for summer. I remember that one. You do or you don't? Oh, I do. It was in partner with in partnership with their friends at 
ancient nutrition not fully sure what that is okay so the first one is just like banana bonbons that's not a big deal it's just like i mean i didn't read the full it's just like frozen banana with chocolate chocolate, which is like a lot of people make that that's no big deal okay number two kombucha float a soda float is a quintessential summertime treat not necessarily you can just skip it if you want to do this instead this version version uses sorbet and kombucha instead of ice cream and soda you know what fuck off i'm not gonna have that then down the line, we've got Blue Magic, which is that shit that they were putting in all their weird drinks. And it's, it's algae. That's it's blue. algae. Blue Magic Lychee Boba Cooler. I mean, just, yeah, get get a, ice, a regular iced tea. Like, give me a break. Turmeric Coconut Protein Pops. That one actually sounded good. These creamy coconut pops are incredibly easy to make and packed with good for you turmeric and hunger curbing bone broth protein powder. Doesn't sound good to me. Yeah, I guess a popsicle want, with bone broth. I don't and know. turmeric even doesn't sound good in a... It's like a peppery thing. Tastes like Indian food. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, what I don't know. I've had bad experiences with that fucking golden milk. I, oh, I really? just want that turmeric, put it in a curry. <laughs> and can I just have it in a curry like a normal person and just relax and stop having it in all my Everything. drinks and all my popsicles? Take it in a supplement like I do. Why? Just pop a pill. I don't know. I don't know why I do it. Inflammation. I don't know, but I, I do, do it every fucking day. I think I struggle with inflammation. So you should take some turmeric and ashwagandha and be insane like me. And I'll just and drink that damn milk. fistfuls of pills every but morning. But what if I just had like, um, like um, tikka masala every day or something? Well, then you're going to weigh 500 pounds. Well, what if I have it, I make it at home? Sure, with like non-fat Greek yogurt. Just some coconut milk, yeah. turmeric, chicken, my own recipe that every I made up. tikka masala. Okay, see. We'll, I made it up, my sure. own light recipe. Then that's great. Good for you. No inflammation. I don't want to drink it. I I don't want the pill. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we have different views on turmeric. It's fine. We don't need to agree on everything. I would even rather have it in like a tea. Yeah, I love like a gold. Well, you don't like golden milk. No, but add a little honey to it. Come on. Yeah, but in water, teas in water. I I don't want it in like swimming in coconut milk. That's where I use like like, almond milk or oat milk. I would want just water. Water, great. And honey. Yeah. Keep it light. <laughs> Hold the turmeric. Just water and honey. That sounds good. Just a little honey water. A little honey water. Hot honey water. <laughs> hot. Ooh, one hot honey water, please. <laughs> Ooh, I have been in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my worst was a little article called The Other Side of the Hamptons. Oh, I didn't even open that And one. when I read the, or when I saw the headline, I thought, oh, that's sort of cool. Maybe they'll talk about like people that work in the service industry. Oh, like, Brian. Your, your housekeeper, your driver, uh, how are these people living in one of the most expensive places in the world and working for minimum wage? That is so naive. But that is not what they talked about. Of course not. So first of all, my first clue should have been this that... article was in partnership with our friends at Cartier. Okay. The other side of the Hamptons. So the other side so it's like of the, the Hamptons. more fancy side. <laughs> it sounds a lot like the first side of the Hamptons to me. So yeah. it's basically like, you know your own mansion and your friend's mansions, but have you heard of these other mansions that you might not have known? Oh, I see. And so it's like the other side, meaning just like mansions that you don't know about. So they but talk, what if you do know about them? These ones apparently you don't know because it's the other side. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's one that's called Longhouse Reserve and it was it's more like artsy mansions. So this one has I guess Yoko Ono stayed there or something and there's like a William de Koenig painting or sculpture or whatever. And then there's one that Jackson Pollock lived in. Um, there was one that's a gallery that has more fucking Frank Stella and Andy Warhol. There's just like artists. And then there's one that um has more art they're just all art, art mansions. mansions so it's basically like your mansion is not arty enough here's some art more artsy mansions and that 
ladies and gentlemen, is the other side of the Hamptons. How dare they? It's so fucked up. It's so annoying. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. God, Gwyneth did have a huge party at her Southampton mansion last week. Oh, really? And I'm so... I listened to um, the Vanity Fair podcast about like gossip and pop culture and those guys got to go to it so they actually got really? to go to Gwyneth Paltrow's what house what was it like I haven't listened to the podcast yet but oh, I'm okay. sure it was great I, lo- I saw it on Instagram also while we were on vacation sorry this is random Jean was also on vacation oh where she picks the crate like if there's a lake that is beautiful that you've never heard of Jean yeah. will be there okay it's like she's in Switzerland now I know where to find her yeah but she's not at like a north like Lake Geneva or Lake Como where like the plebes are she's at some lake that I'd never heard of before of course she is and it's like even pr- prettier than the other lakes do you think she's done with goop I think she there might be like a retirement package coming yeah I or, think she's like the Carol Raz well yeah. <laughs> she's kind of like she's one foot in up. one foot out yeah, but I'm I still love to follow her on Instagram oh she's the best she's amazing she's incredible um Okay, what was your craziest or saddest? Oh, my craziest was just this little piece. It was an article about, I don't even know, and I'm trying to find it right now. I don't have the original article, I guess, up. But I do have the name of the man who wrote it, (laughs) which is Peter Crone. Oh, I remember that one. So it was like, trust Peter Crone. And I didn't even really focus too much on it. It kind of skimmed it. It was I just couldn't like, read that one. It was so boring. It was insanely boring. But it was like, Peter Crone isn't a psychotherapist. He calls himself a mind architect. And then it was just all of his fucking shit, like that he thinks about your mind or whatever. And I searched high and low on this website. I looked on Goop. I looked on his website. I looked everywhere. I couldn't find a single credential. I mean, I couldn't even find where he went to undergrad. I couldn't find anything. All it said was like, this is a guy. There was no reason to listen to him provided at all by any source that I could find. Maybe there's one that maybe I just missed it. I didn't see it. Peter Crone. What's his deal? He's a mind architect and he's just definitely not a therapist zero qualification was there even a speculative yet promising icon there was no icon on this one I, don't think. I think it was just that he was like in a documentary called heal yeah um that's all i know about him and the picture from the article is just a woman with like a bouquet of flowers covering her brain yeah i don't know i literally couldn't because we had so much to read because we there had was two too weeks much. To, and this was, was towards the much. end and i my mind was just gone by the time i got to this one yeah no he was he i i mean that's it i, I mean that's basically all i got to and then his yeah. website just has quotes from like proust and like <laughs> weird like there's one here like they're not even about him they're just like general quotes about like you know life and stuff like that wow peter crone who the hell is he What's he talking about? How do you get in goop? He's got a Hay House Heal Summit. Hay House Heal Summit? Hay Heal House Summit? Hay House Heal Okay. Summit. That's where there's hay? It's his house is called the Hay House, I oh. think, where he or he participated in it. Is it, it on the other side of the Hamptons? I think it's in LA. Ooh. And he's an Ayurvedic guy. Ugh. He helps you find balance through diet and lifestyle. Don't they all? And he works a lot with professional athletes. Uh, you know, I think that athletes are like get sucked into this shit oh, a lot totally. too because they also do all that grounding yeah, yeah 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 no um athletes are like the male version of <laughs> of, of wellness women, women. Yeah. yeah it's super weird um i guess it makes sense oh god so i had a craziest and a saddest was I'll it the same read. one no okay the craziest was 
an article called What Does Your God Look Like? Oh, yeah. That was so weird. By, I knew, yeah. by Gwyneth's new sister-in-law, Amy Falchuk. Oh, my God. And so God. she is, like, we've we've discussed her before. She is in Boston. She's part of this, ins- I mean, I don't want to say it's an insane cult, but it sounds like an insane cult to me. Yeah. Called Pathwork. And I think, I don't know if she's, like, the guru of Pathwork or she's just in Pathwork. But she's basically talking about how every, every child has a visual representation of God. And you have to, like, as an adult, you have to, like, break the cycle and like find your own version of God. Cause and it's like based on what you used to think about yeah. your parents. And it's like, Oh, most children think of God as like this old stern man. And I guess I, I didn't grow up with any religion. So I just have no, like I just, so I'm like, no Oh God, God, it's fake. So like, I don't have a version of him. But it's supposed to be real. what you think about your parents. Yeah. I don't, but I, I just didn't relate to it. Cause I was like, I don't, I never think about God. Yeah. Um, but so and she's, <laughs> No, go on. Well, she's like, um, people have, you know, either an idea of God as indulgent or permissive, and then you can be sort of too casual about your life and like not hold yourself accountable. Or if you think God is punitive or unjust, you're going to be too hard on yourself. Or if you think God is aloof or absent, you're going to be lonely. So then she's like, oh, join my thing. It's called Pathwork and ah. it costs a million dollars and you'll finally see God. Ah, and, I didn't know that was, part. Yeah. I, and I just it, read the part where she's like, draw a picture of him. Yeah. And then at the end, she's like, oh, by the way, Pathwork. <laughs> wow. I didn't get all the way down there. Yeah. And I'm like, Weird. this woman is marrying into the Paltrow family. Yeah. So so we're going to hear more from her. Oh, and actually, sure. I want to join it. Sure. Why not? I mean, why not? Let's move to Boston. And could I get rich or something? Probably. I don't know. If you attach yourself to these people like a barnacle, you yeah. get rich. Yeah. Get money. Yeah. At least get a good, like, you know, hair dye. Sure. <laughs> like, go with them to the salon something. or something. Yeah. Oh, and then quickly, my saddest was just, they, they, you know how I was like, oh, I don't like night, I don't like reading about nighttime routines. Right. So, they, of course, they have a nighttime routine in this just one. Just to fuck with you. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's sad because it's, um, I don't even know who this woman is. She just puts on PJs and, like, reads a book. And then, of course, does her, like, coconut floss. Yeah. And, like, charcoal. And mm. she goes to bed at like nine o'clock. Yep. And the books that she's reading just seem really boring. What are they? One of them actually is supposed to be very good. It's called They're There. Um, and it's a told through 12 characters who identify as Native American. Okay. So that's a book. And then the other one is called Squeezed. And it's about being middle class in America today. Oh, And I'm God, like, fuck no. you. I would kill to be middle class. I know. Who has time for that yeah, if shit? I had, if I was middle class, I'd be like eating at Cheesecake Factory and shopping at Banana Republic and every day. And keeping my mouth shut. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd be writing a book about it, except for like how great my life is. Yeah. And, re- and review. Yeah. Cheesecake Factory reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a dream. Yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. Uh, what would you try? Uh, okay so I would try and I put this as try instead of buy because I'm sort of still confused about it but I would try the tinted face cream oh yeah or I'm sorry the tinted face oil so I can't quite this was like a I don't know I this was like in one of them I was like all over the place with this I think it was in the one in the this latest newsletter yeah but I I think I read it was the woman with three different tints on her cheek yeah that's the picture And I don't even, I'm not even totally sure what it was, but they have this. So in that picture, and you can't always go by the pictures because as we know, sometimes the pictures are like nothing to do with like what they're actually talking about in the article. But the, those look, those pigments look very dark. Like they look very pigmented, the oils. Yeah. It looks like straight up makeup. Which I wouldn't, um, I would assume that a tinted face oil would be much more sheer than that. So, 
I don't know if that is, but then they showed the different, um, like skin tones and like the different, like women who work at Goop using the products and they seem to be using them kind of like makeup too. So the idea of using a tinted face oil is of course very intriguing because it seems so natural because I think everybody just wants to have a full face of makeup but look like really dewy (laughs) and like they're not wearing makeup and this sounds like totally like what if you were wearing like RMS on cover up which I still haven't bought and then that tinted face oil then it's like you're almost really wearing makeup and you can feel fine like this is super what are they tinted with just the oils themselves tinted the oils are tinted yeah And so, I mean, the same way as you might use like a tinted like face lotion or something, Mm. but these are, these are, um, oils. So I just, I would really like to go to the goop store in Brentwood and just kind of see if they have any to try. Cause I just very, I'm just very interested in this whole idea of a tinted face oil. It does sound nice. Uh, I mean, God, I... Since we've started doing this podcast, I've gotten so into fa- I do the vitamin C in the morning. Yeah. I do the Kiehl's Moonlight one at night. Yeah. And then I have all my essential oils. Good. I still have that Hiroki, that Japanese cedar one where the mm-hmm. forest bathing lady recommended. Your that skin one's looks great. great. Oh, thanks. Um, so what would I try? Oh, so th- I know they've talked about it a million times before, but for some reason it really got me this time was the infrared sauna. Really? So there was an article that was just called Our Favorite Infrared Sauna and More Ways to Hit Refresh. And it's just like three goop ladies talking about like what they do to wind down. And one of them was doing an infrared sauna. And there's one called Hotbox Infrared Sauna Studio in downtown LA. And it just sounds great to like trap yourself in a box and be hot. And I don't, it's, I mean, I have a sauna at my gym, which I never use, which I guess I should. But like this one, they said it's, different than a regular sauna because which heats the body from the outside in infrared saunas heat the body from the inside out that sounds dangerous i don't know why that's better but it's way more expensive sounds like a microwave Uh, yeah i think it's like a microwave um but yeah you get to she just like puts on music and like bakes herself and puts on like a tata harper mask it just Mm, sounded great that sounds so good and so oh and she drinks goop glow while in the sauna too (laughs) yeah i'm sure and she like thinks about the lady kelsey patel the lady who turned her on to reiki i don't even think she was there but she just thinks about her that's weird she can watch a netflix show too i think that um there was one on my class pass oh really an infrared sauna i think so that counts as a class to just sit there i think there was one yeah cool but i have to go back and check i should go to my like cheap ass gold's gym and be like excuse me does your sauna heat from the outside in or the inside out they'll tell you from the outside in in and be like get in there (laughs) (laughs) they're like you're paying twenty dollars a month you get what you You get get, if it's working (laughs) it works in like the bad way uh oh and other sorry one other thing which i missed this email came to us a few weeks ago before we left on vacation but did you know there's classes at the goop store at the goop lab now what there and i think some of them might be free there's one that's just drinking kettle one cocktails every friday afternoon what which is today Today? (laughs) i know (laughs) there's one that's a reiki with kelsey patel in the morning oh she's the one that this woman thinks about there's one that's about detox that's tuesday night um there's a meditative morning sound bath that does cost 24 25 dollars but I don't, the, the other, besides the $25 one, they don't put prices on, which either means they're free or they're thousands of dollars. Or it's so much if you have to ask, you can't afford it. And in typical Goop fashion, there's no like link to like do more information. It's none of your business. So I think you just have to like 
go there and see how much they charge and if you. And it's too much money, just go get <laughs> go the get chicken. chicken. Yeah. Yeah. But we need to do it. Like, especially the Friday happy hour. That. There's a happy hour at the Goose It's store? just every Friday in July. So today is the last one. Oh, my. <laughs> so we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. I, I didn't mean know. to scream. Dri- driving like, to Brentwood at 4 I know. It sounds like a pain sounds in the ass. But and driving home drunk. Driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. God. I don't know either. Come on, Goop. Open one on, in, the, east on the east side. Let's do a Silver Lake. Come cool on. neighborhoods. Or we deserve in a the Goop Glendale Mall. In the, yes. In the Glendale. <laughs> right on. next to my Gold's Gym. Just do it. <laughs> that would be... I would never leave. Me I'm either. never leaving, but I would never leave purposely now. Exactly. <laughs> You'd have a reason to stay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would you buy? All right. I would buy... So I have, like many of you probably do, an iPhone. And... Not Sarah Jessica Parker. She admitted to having a BlackBerry still. I know. That's the thing oh, that's I would buy. Okay. Um, I had a BlackBerry um, back in the day, like in 2006. Sure. I loved it. It was great. It was, I missed the keypad. I missed the little rolly ball that you use. I really enjoyed having my BlackBerry. And then, you know, no one had a BlackBerry anymore. I don't know what happened to it. I They went out of business or something. It came back. Then they were like, oh, it's only for businesses or something. But hearing that Sarah Jessica Parker still uses a BlackBerry was so deeply inspiring. I went on the website and I was like, "You are, the face that you're making is so horrifying." No, I'm I'm horrified at myself for jumping on your your thing. On my thing. Yeah, oh. sorry. I didn't mean to Oh, no. ruin the surprise. That it's okay. It's not I don't want it to be a surprise. No. I just want it to be a fact about me that yeah. I like blackberries. And I I mean, I'm looking at the website right now. They have the Android like in it so it's an android phone it's not like a weird i mean it's kind of weird because it's android but it's not most weird. people i think most people in the world have android more right i don't know i don't know i mean it's weird to me but because i haven't used that in so long i did used to have an android as you're phone. looking at your dell laptop it's not mine brian's <laughs> mine is a mac <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think we're all going to get away from Apple products. Everyone's moving away from it. Everybody's always talking about how they want to move away because we're sick of it. Yeah. I think think after SJP and you get Blackberries, then the whole world's going to follow. I mean, they look so cool. They still have that little Blackberry keypad where you punch in the actual letters, which I would prefer. You should get one. Switch to Android. I mean, it sounds cool. Dare I? I've I, the only BlackBerry I ever had. I had that really that mini one that okay. was very cheap. That's what I the new like ones kind of look like. My fat fingers were too like I couldn't. I didn't like the mini one. It was too small. My fat fingers have that problem with the. I, I mean, I cannot text with those. Oh, on that's the why iPhone. I have a giant iPhone. I have like the old lady iPhone. Yeah, it's like I look crazy, but it's like for some reason on the little ones it was kind of easier because you're like pushing a real button. I don't know. I like. And hearing that she has one, I don't know. I just, I really want one now. And it's about time for me to get a new phone. I think you should do it. Because she, you know that she's a trendsetter and you're a trendsetter. And Gwyneth, after hearing that, I feel like Gwyneth is probably going to get a Well, Gwyneth obviously looks up to Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, totally. Because Sarah Jessica Parker has like a cool edge that Gwyneth could never have. Yeah, because Sarah, and also Sarah Jessica Parker, it was interesting hearing sort of stories from their childhood. Like Sarah Jessica Parker grew up very, uh, like working class, one of eight children. She was like, we, you know, we got new shoes twice a year and it was like a really exciting thing to go to the shoe store. And then she's like, Gwyneth, 
Like, did you have a fun shoe store that you went to as a quick? And you know, Gwyneth would be like, oh, we just like got them from Barney's. Like, I went to like Fred Siegel. Yeah. yeah. But she couldn't say it. She's like, oh, yeah, there was a place on Wilshire. And you know, it's like uh, Wilshire what, in Beverly well, yeah. Hills. Yeah. What do you mean a place on Wilshire? <laughs> yeah. Give me a break. Um. So, yeah, there's like, Sarah Jessica Parker literally did like come from nothing and like created something for herself. Yeah. But also like her whole thing, like Carrie on Sex in the City always had just like a flip phone. Yeah, like yeah, she yeah. never got a smartphone. Well, I think back then everyone had just had a flip phone. No, right? it was like a thing. Oh, really? Yeah. It was like a whole thing. So, um, yeah, but I'm like, just like mesmerized, like looking at the website and I told, I texted Brian, I want to other Brian, I want to get a Blackberry and he just wrote back. No. Whoa. <laughs> so wow, I don't know. Hard pass from Brian. Hard pass and from he's Brian. not an Apple fan either. He's the one with no, the Dell. No, he's an Apple fan. Oh. He just, he, he made the switch because it was cheaper, but, sure. and he, cause his old, his MacBook died, but you know, he, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. I don't know. I called it a MacBook, but I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what any of them are. His <laughs> Apple one yeah, his Apple broke one. and then he got like a better deal on this one. But this, and also he said like, this is like the best computer or some shit. I can't wait to get a Dell. But he's got an iPhone and he always had Apple products as yeah. long as I knew him before this. I just always, I feel like I have to, <laughs> he seems like the person, kind of person who might. <laughs> he seems like a contrarian, someone who would not want what everyone else has when i first started dating him i was like oh my god what kind of phone does he have is it going to be an android and it wasn't and i was like oh how You're interesting relieved. a little okay. bit yeah <laughs> but now he's like kind of like becoming his true self which totally. is like a pc man i think but yeah if blackberry like if blackberry's on android and it has the, the keyboard the yeah why not what difference it's does cool. it make it's cool. anyway what about you um so i would buy and i did buy already uh, it wasn't on goop but it was after reading that article about plastic i realized i don't have like a good plastic or like plastic glass tumbler to take with me that's because i have my goop water bottle but it's like very small it's really good at the gym but you can't put stuff in it aside from liquids because like if you put a lemon slice in it you'll never be able to get it out again yeah so i went on amazon.com and i got the elo devon 20 ounce glass tumbler with straw wow the price of twelve ninety nine in mint green. They come in a lot of cool colors, um, and it's a glass. It's twenty ounces, which is a venti. So if you go to Starbucks, okay. you get a venti, um, and it's like a wood top, and then it comes with, I guess, a glass straw, and it's insulated, so you could do hot drinks or ice drinks. Wow! And uh, it's coming on Sunday, and it it's looks really cool. BPA and BPS free, so my penis will stay the same size. What's BPS? That's the other one that's worse for you. Oh my but it's, god! They're both, it's free of both of them, um, and it's FDA food grade silicone, and the mouth oh. is wide enough for ice cubes and easy cleaning. So is mine. But I'm excited. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. That's nuts. Uh, it's nuts. I got a water bottle. <laughs> it is nuts. Totally nuts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited to go to cafes and see if people are annoyed. That I'm like, can you fill this up? Or if they are like me and are like, sure, I'll give you more for less money. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a bit of both. Yeah. But I'm curious because I do like making people uncomfortable. No, you don't. Sometimes. Brian, I've never known you to like making people uncomfortable. Mm, Except for with your art. Oh, sure. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, so edgy. Uh, Yeah, maybe I don't most of the time. I don't know, but we'll see. I'm excited and I want to know about it. The only, the other thing is that like, I'm such a fucking capitalist pig and I hate myself. I ha- I'm like so addicted to that order ahead at Starbucks oh, yeah. thing on the phone, which you, you can't, can't, order, you can't yeah, do you that can't. with that. Unless you, well, when I worked no. at Pete's when I was in high school, some, it was mostly like old men 
they would have their own mug that they would just keep at the store. At the store? But <laughs> yeah, what but it, I don't think, does Starbucks not do that? If you just, well, if you went to the same one. First of you, all, I doubt it. Secondly, I'm not going to, I don't sit there. That's <laughs> like true. the whole point of ordering it has to yeah. get out as fast as possible. It's not that like, <laughs> you like ship oh, it to them after yeah, like, I like mail it pickup. or I just drop it yeah. off in the afternoon. Yeah, but there was all, it was like a bunch of, because it was in, um, you know, the Bay Area, Pete's Coffee. So it was a bunch of like Bernie Sanders types that would just sit outside and like yell at each other all day. And they all had their own mug. Oh my God. Mm. Do you think Bernie's got his own mug at some coffee I'm shop sure. in Vermont? Yeah, like the Burlington Bean or whatever. Whatever. I'm sure yeah. it's like the most exclusive one in Vermont if he's there. Sure. <laughs> the most expensive Burlington Bean out there. <laughs> oh God. Um, well, guys, this was a long one. Ooh, coming up on an hour. But Really? Well, we had a lot to yeah, cover. We did have a lot to cover. We really missed you. We missed you so much, and I hope you missed us. Um, yeah, we hope so. We have a lot of new listeners after we my do? appearance on Jeopardy, which is really Is that cool. true? Yeah. We've, yeah. And um, and we were mentioned in the uh, the Who Weekly Facebook group, which is cool. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, so, yeah, if you're new, um, I hope you like our podcast and rate us five stars and write a review. Please. Um, and tell your friends. Yep. Uh, let's keep it coming. And, you know, just like Taffy says, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.